Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Good morning, good morning, good morning, everybody. 1008 WTIC News Talk 1080. This is Will Roddy, host of the Will Roddy Show. Matt Royce is our master of ceremonies. Today's first time caller Friday. This is your day. If you ever thought you wanted to call a radio program, this is this is time set aside for you. You call in 800-966-9841-860-9842-860-522-9842. And then you uh, just tell Matt your first time caller. He tells me, he lets me know on the giant computer call screen that you're a first-time caller and i give you preferential treatment that's right so we're hoping that you'll call today um i don't know about you but there's not many more people i would be happier to see retire than richard blumenthal i think he's been a blight on our state politic for a number of years he was a lawsuit happy attorney general he, uh, he's been a, a complete disappointment as a United States senator. I would love to see him retire. I'd love to see it happen as soon as possible. Um, joining us now on the hotline, person trying to make that dream come true, <laughs> Richard Blumenthal's retirement. Candidate for United States Senate, the voice of clarity, Themis Claritas. Themis, welcome to the show. Good morning, Pastor Will. Well, how is that plan going, the, the retire Richard Blumenthal plan? How is that working out? I think it's going very well. We're working hard every day, going out, talking to people, um, you know, all over the state. And, uh, and you like that, don't you? Unhappy. You like getting out uh, talking to folks, don't you? I love talking, talking to people. It's in your wheelhouse. going out and meeting, meeting people. Um, the other day we drove to Salisbury, which was two hours from my house, so... Oh, wow, yeah. Two hours there was great because it, it was still light out, so we got to Good. see everything is beautiful. The two mm -hmm. hours back was a, little, was a little tiring, but, you know, it's just the great thing about these jobs being in public office is that, you know, you get to interact with the people who you you want to do the best thing for. So hearing sure. what they have to say every day is, is you know, is where you get all your information. It's where you get, you know what people want, and that's that's our job to do that, and I did that. In my 22 years in the House, um, mm -hmm. in the State House, I just 
sadly, I don't think that Senator Blumenthal has been doing that very much lately. No. I mean, you know, he was isolated as attorney general when he was here, so there wasn't a lot that he had to worry about uh, in terms of public opinion and, and what was going on. And, and as a senator, you know, he hides he hides out all the time. So the only time you see him, I mean, you, you know, of course, the old line, right, the most dangerous piece of real estate in the world is the real estate that lies between Richard Blumenthal and the TV camera. Um Anyway, um, so let me ask you a question. Um, Ukraine obviously is is absorbing everyone's thoughts and and energy, and there's not much else that you see on the news than Ukraine. Um, I'm of the opinion that that energy independence makes a big difference here, and and not too long ago we were, were for the first time in our history, we're exporting oil, exporting natural gas, um, Joe Biden seemed to turn that around and ruin it in less than a year. Even a story today in Washington, in the New York Post, it kind of makes fun of him about that, and and how the, the some some in the Democrat Party are so in love with the concept of eliminating fossil fuel that they'll you know they'll push us right to the brink, and they're they're actually okay with seven dollar a gallon gasoline. Um, what you're a senator? All right, let's let's fast forward. You you defeat Richard Blumenthal. We all go happily to his retirement party, and now you're in Washington. What what's your thought on energy? What's your thought on you know how how should we be an energy independent? What what you know should we go back to you know the the former administration policies on energy that made us that way? What what are your thoughts on energy in particular oil? Well, of course we should be energy independent, and the fact that we were 13 months ago, we were energy independent for the first time ever. Mm-hmm. And we were a net exporter. Let's remember this, a net mm-hmm. exporter of energy. Now we're begging OPEC to pump more oil. <laughs> and let's remember that also that that membership of OPEC includes countries like Saudi Arabia and Venezuela. And we are taking today still 200,000 barrels a day of oil from Russia. <sighs> so we can talk about all these sanctions we want. Mm-hmm. And clearly I think I'm a big supporter of sanctions. In fact, I'm a big supporter of having the sanctions months ago. Right, when they would have been an actual deterrent. Right. That's like saying, you know, your two kids in school, you know they're going to have a fight. Well, the principal says, well, let them fight, and then I can break it up, instead of talking to them beforehand and and hopefully stop the fight. Of course, that's how they did it back in my day. (laughs) Let the boys fight. We'll worry about it later. Um, Right, but, you know, unfortunately, (laughs) we all knew. Yeah. We all knew that this was going to happen. We didn't know exactly when. We had a general idea. Yeah. And when you hit Putin and his people, his oligarchs, the people in his country, with sanctions, things that hurt them. Let's remember, he likes his yachts, and he likes his mm-hmm. houses, and he likes all of these things that that money brings him. When you hit him and the people around him with sanctions, that would have made him think twice. Do, do, do we know that it would have stopped it? No. But when you know something's happening, how do you not stop it? I mean, we were, it was amazing that we were a net exporter of oil when you think about that. Now mm-hmm. we're begging Saudi right, Arabia right. and in Russia. In a year, in a year oil. we're begging, yeah. I, right, I mean, I, what I would, I mean, so that's really, that's where we were, where we are now. I mean, I would approve the oil and gas leases and permits and, and, and let people start drilling again, first and mm-hmm. foremost, mm-hmm. you know, and open up the oil exploration again in the U.S. That's, that's how we lower the cost of gas like Connecticut's working families, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, was it yesterday? It went up in one day. Gas went up ten cents. Yeah, in yeah. a day. 
Well, it's it's gonna yeah. it's gonna hit 120 a barrel. They're saying it could be. A, someone called me yesterday and said they think by by Labor Day it could hit 100 at this rate. If things continue as they are, mm-hmm. it could hit 170 dollars a barrel by Labor Day. Well, one day this week it was 117. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's not a move up. Back, I mean, and it's down. just. I mean, I don't know. You remember we were paying two dollars a gallon, Themis? I mean, that wasn't that long ago. It wasn't like when we were kids, which, you know, was a long time ago. We, we just, it, was, it was just like a year and a half ago we were paying $2 a gallon. So. And, let, and let's remember this. The, the whole reason Biden and Dick Blumenthal and the rest of them shut down the Keystone Pipeline, stopped drilling, you know, everything that they did was because they wanted to make the environment better, climate change, et cetera. There is no reason... Those things can't go hand in hand. You can't do them both. Meaning there is no reason, and I completely agree with encouraging wind and solar and electric cars and all of that. There is no reason we cannot educate people as to why those things are important and start moving people in that direction. But we have to face the reality, and the reality is wind and solar will not be sustainable and consistent forms of energy production for us for decades. Yeah. I mean, wind may never be, right? It may never be. We right. live in a part of the country that when it's blowing, right, it may not produce it might enough energy. work in energy Oklahoma. For when it's, <laughs> it's not blowing. I mean, it's just, it's, it's a regional thing, you know, in, in a lot of ways. So this is not saying that we don't support that. No, of course no. we do. But you have to be realistic. Look what happened in Germany when they shut down their nuclear plants. Yeah. They are now completely reliant. Well, there's so many. I mean, even Elon Musk, we talked about this the other day, even Elon Musk, and he's got quite a stake in electric cars. Elon Musk has been on record several times saying, we don't have the infrastructure in place, and we won't for years to even charge the cars that we have now. The the CEO of Toyota said the same thing. They, They do a lot of EVs. Toyota said, we don't have the ability to take care of what we have already constructed, let alone eliminate gas, gasoline cars and trucks. It's impossible. Right. Right, and so, you know, there's, there's, there's that whole pie-in-the-sky thing. Yeah. And I know a lot, of, you know a lot of people that believe we should be drilling more and we shouldn't, have, um, we shouldn't be relying on, on this Russian and OPEC gas. Uh, oil, excuse me. Will say, oh, well, you guys just don't care about the environment. That's ridiculous. That's propaganda. Right. That's what right. the Democrats will tell you. Right. We believe in both, but what we are is realistic. Mm-hmm. And if mm-hmm. these forms of power and fuel do not give you enough power and fuel to live yeah. your life, which they yeah. just don't. I mean, that's not my opinion, your opinion. That is a factual statement. Right. You have to make sure we have it. So their choice, there's two choices. Open up, open up drilling, open up oil exploration in the U.S., mm-hmm. or be reliant on Russia, Saudi Arabia, and OPEC countries. My, right. that is not, there is no choice there to me. Well, it's, it's, it's a horrible choice because those people don't even like us. But, I mean, the problem now is once, once you've brought everything to a screeching halt, as Joe Biden did and, and, and Richard Blumenthal and company, it's going to take some time to ramp it back up again. It took Trump three years of opening up, you know, Anwar and different places for exploration and drilling and fracking. It took him three years to get to where we were, we were a net exporter. Now that it's all come to a screeching halt, it's going to be – who knows how long it's going to take. But at least I think the threat of it 
would 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 send a, uh, I believe a very important message to Pl- to Putin that we're serious about right. this and we're not going to lay down for it. And it has to start somewhere. I mean, you can't say it's going to take a couple of years, so we're not going to do it. I mean, that's no, no, that's no. You have to you answer. have to say it now. Right. And you have to start now. Right. right. I mean, let's think of it this way: the fact that we our oil imports have included almost two thousand two hundred thousand barrels a day from Russia. Mm-hmm. We have essentially funded the Russian military. Yes. Because yeah, Biden's failed energy policies forced yep. us to buy oil from our adversaries. Mm-hmm. And I don't know mm-hmm. how anybody with a clear head and common sense thinks, thinks that's okay, but I think we know the answer to that. <laughs> um, all right, so I think we know where you stand on oil. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, I don't know short of – and I hate to say this, but for maybe for the first time in my life, I ended up agreeing with Chris Murphy about something. And that is, you know, there's great calls, you know, certainly. And I understand if, from the Ukraine standpoint that we should establish a no-fly zone over the country. But but I think that really is as close as you're going to get to, to war. I mean, if we've got U.S. pilots engaging Soviet pilots and shooting them down, that's kind of like war to me. What, what, what's your take on the no-fly zone concept? I agree, and I agree. I mean, I understand certainly why Ukraine wants it. But, again, when you think, just back to our talk about energy Mm -hmm. and gas and oil, you have to balance what the consequences are going to be. Yeah. Yeah. And we know that Putin is an evil, diabolical man. And he doesn't seem to care about people living, about about taking people's families out. He doesn't seem to care what will happen. He wants what he wants. Right. So you have to be very careful in making those decisions. I mean, we've given weapons, humanitarian aid. Mm-hmm. Again, as I said before, you know, we didn't impose sanctions on the energy sector of Russia, which accounts mm-hmm. for 40% of their total revenue in their federal budget. We didn't impose sanctions months ago. So there's so much we could have done. But right now, I mean, we have to make decisions based on the fact, is this, is, could this be the start of a World War III? Well, that's what I think people are afraid of. I mean, I'm getting that and, question right. constantly. I'm yeah. afraid of it. Yeah, I mean, Honestly, sure. I mean, this is the Who first time right? in my life that I've really been afraid of anything like that. And I think a no-fly zone could possibly put us in that direction. I understand the impulse to want to do it because I would do it. I would want to do it in a second if I didn't think there might be very – dire consequences to sure, it sure. but it's it's certainly a big concern well now there's there's calls for even from this country there's calls i just popped up on my news feed um calls for the assassination of putin i don't i I'm don't sure even know that. how you get I'm to sure the guy this is right not the, this is not the first time <laughs> he's probably he's probably so willing so it, it'd have to be an inside job right it'd have to be somebody on his team that would do it you certainly you're not going to get an outside person that's going to be right. Well, you there. you saw those two oligarchs last week. Mm-hmm. Once we started imposing sanctions on you know what's coming into Russia, what's going out of Russia, you know Apple stopped stopped selling things, mm-hmm. um, and two of them said, you know, we have to stop this because it affects their life. And For again, sure. their life they want their homes and their yachts, and they want they want their money, and they want their kids to come to this country for school. They want to have their you know their their townhouses in New York City and Miami and. L.A. and do all these things they want to do, 
Mm-hmm. And this is this is going to put a little crimp in their day in their daily life. Absolutely, yeah. you know. So I so for me, I mean, that's why we have to continuously, you know, keep the pressure on the oligarchs and the people around him because, you know, talk of an inside job. You never know how that might happen, mm-hmm. but you never know those conversations they're going to have with Putin and say, "You've got to stop this." You know, part of the whole thing is we like the way we live. Yeah. Yeah. And now you're going to ruin the way we live. Right, you're messing up my life. Don't be messing up. Don't be playing with my yacht. You know, that's, exactly. That's I mean, the cardinal rule. You have to go rule. to their bloodline, right? That's the only uh, thing that affects them is, 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 you know, what gives them oxygen, and that's what it is. Let me ask you one more question. We're talking with Emma Claritas, who is the uh, candidate for the United States Senate, hopefully uh, moving towards retirement of Richard Blumenthal. Um, I don't know that I, I I want to say this in the right way. I don't want to I don't want to be insulting, but I my my impression of you and how and, and how I know you I I think you're fairly tough, not not like 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 mean tough, but I don't I don't think you get pushed around easily. I think you stand up for yourself pretty pretty darn well. I'm a you, tough Greek girl. Well, do you, do you think that is that going to serve you well in the United States Senate? How is that going to How is that going to help you in the Senate? Well, I I say that two of the things we need to be Dick Blumenthal are somebody who's a fighter and somebody who knows how to win elections. I've won 11 elections in a Democrat district, and I'm a tough Greek girl, and all I know how to do is fight. And when I say fight, you know, I mean fight. I fight for my family. I fight for my friends. I fight for my district. I fought for the state, and that's what I want to continue to do. Because politics is not – politics is a contact sport, let's be honest. And I've learned that. I've Mm -hmm. learned that for many years. Mm -hmm. You know, I've had some tough lessons. I've – learned a lot from, from being in it this long, and I think a lot of people who aren't in it have no idea, no idea what they're getting themselves into. Mm-hmm. And it's scary and it's tough, but it's worth it if mm-hmm. you know you can make a difference. And I've yeah. been able to make a difference in a lot of ways, and I plan on doing that going forward. They don't mess with the tough Greek girl. So. <laughs> All right, that's what I'm looking for. How do people get involved in a campaign? How do they make a donation? Where do they go? online Themis, Themis 2022 for donation to get involved volunteer um all any and all are welcome pretty this easy Themis, to be a Themis 2022 yeah easy all right Themis, thanks so much for being on appreciate it Themis Claritas, thank, thank you thank you good day you too all right all right can take a break come back more calls calls for the rest of the half hour 800-966-9842-860-522-9842 uh, right here on the Will Marotti Show, WTIC News Talk 1080. Back to the Will Marotti Show on WTIC News Talk 1080. Welcome back. You know what? I just remembered I have on my possession, in my possession, I should say, um, one of my favorite treats. Do you like Ike and Mike's? Mike and Ike's, the original fruit candies. Mm-hmm. Mm. So good, so good. Let's go to Steve in Springfield. Uh, Steve, welcome to the show. Hi, Will. How are you doing? I I don't um, know how am I doing. <laughs> um, I um, I actually came up with a logic-based formula for what's going on with climate change. I think I've actually got it isolated out. Okay. Um, th- there's basically three groups of people. Um, I mean, the logical conclusion from our energy policies is we're basically crippling our military and destroying our economy. Okay. Uh, and anybody with any common sense can see that. Right. And But the people on the ground 
Um, these are the youthful idiots that they, they're very gullible and they just believe all this nonsense. I mean, obviously, you can't have a solar-powered airplane or a solar-powered tank. Um, you know, I mean, anybody with any common sense can see that. Now, our political leaders, that's, a, that's another group. And we know from Jeffrey Epstein that a lot of them have been blackmailed, and they're also being bribed, as we found out from other news reports. Um, but the, the group I'm concerned with is the third group uh, who, whose ear the Democrat Party has. Um, these people, that the only conclusion I can come to is they're enemies in the United States. I don't know who they are. I don't know what countries they are, whatever. But, but that's my breakdown of the three groups. Okay. Um, I, I, don't, I don't know. I guess I can't take exception with that. I think it's probably pretty accurate. So what's your what's your is that it just a breakdown or, or you have you have well more I mean I mean those are the three basic groups yeah. that are um, basically crippling our mirror, our military and destroying our economy with climate change I mean what do you think what I, I had a guest on before she said you know to say that people who are for energy independence aka aka we support fossil fuel um, it's to say that those people have no care about the the environment is is a false a false notion. Well, no, no, I I think that they believe what they believe. I think they're sincere, but I think they're sincerely misguided. Yeah. Um, right. be, be, because it doesn't make any logical sense. I mean, uh, electricity is produced by fossil fuels. I mean, if you logically trace out, um, fossil fuels is like the main source of fuel throughout the world. Right. Uh, and we don't have anything to replace it with. Right. Um, but I, I just think they're sincerely misguided. Um, I well, don't think it, they're rotten, evil people. No, I agree. I, I don't think they're evil. I, I mean, I think Putin's evil. I don't. I don't think uh, the people that are for climate change, in terms of you know, they they believe in man-made climate change, and so we're going to eliminate fossil. Fuel. I don't think they're evil. I think they're cons- they're sincere. But it's like it's, it, I just read a story in New York Post, and it said you know people like AOC criticize and condemn fossil fuel people, but then they're charging their cell phones from from electric plants that fuel coal. <laughs> you know, so it's like... oh, oh, yeah, it, it, it's grossly hypocritical. Yeah. It, it's extremely yeah. grossly hypocritical. Yeah. Um, but I, until I start seeing solar-powered airplanes and solar-powered tanks and <laughs> solar-powered helicopters, um, obviously they don't know what they're talking about. Yeah. No, I, I think, I think you're, you're, you're right in your, your categorization of those folks, Steve. I, I, I totally agree with that. Thank you. Uh, thank you for calling. I appreciate it. Let's go to uh, the beautiful community... Uh, a hot, a hotbed, by the way, for real estate sales, Farmington. Hello, Ted. Welcome to the show. Oh, hi, Pastor Will. I just want to share my experience last night when I went to uh, get some gasoline. A station that I usually go fill up, and uh, it's three is a three gasoline station on the same street within a probably quarter mile apart, and I noticed they, over suddenly, they all have the same price. And <laughs> last. Last Monday I fill up was three seventy five. Last night I went to fill up four oh five. So I asked the guy simply, How many times through the week do you how many deliveries per week you have mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. you deliver they deliver new you gasoline to your station? I, he said, Oh about a week. Once mm-hmm. a week, sometimes every other week. So then I tell him, Look, you oh, your gasoline price has been going up between five ten cents every day. Mm-hmm. So who gives you the the right to jack up these prices every day? Yeah. And and so I asked him, what is your excuse? Mm-hmm. And you know what he told me? He said, yeah. Oh, 
everybody is doing that. Of course. I'm doing that too. Of course, everybody's doing it. Yes, that's that's everybody's doing it. True uh, justification. Follow the leader. You know. So I I told him, look, I'm going to report you to for price gouging to Dick Blumenthal, Chris Murphy. Mm -hmm. I called the the suckers this morning. You think Mm -hmm. anybody would pick up? I left them all dirty messages and uh, and all that. They all scared shitless. They all left last night. Ted, they're all out of Washington. They all left last night. They don't get back until Monday. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. they're gone. They're gone. Yes. What yeah. a bunch of scumbags. No, I can't they are not it. really gotta, attentive to it, our problem. But uh, remember this, Chris okay? Murphy, he's got to go. He's got to go. I'm sick and tired of of these. Uh, well, we're trying I to. I hate to say the word, but We're trying are. to retire Richard Blumenthal. That we're, we're, yes, we're, yes. I'm planning now for a retirement party for Richard Blumenthal. I can't wait to yeah. go. <laughs> Ted, you know, it's only only Gordon Gecko that says greed is good. The Bible says yep. the love of money is the root of all evil. The love of money. And and people that are this greedy and they start price gouging, that's a problem. Right. But they, they line up well with, with, with Gordon Gecko Gecko when he so says greed is good. Every time I urge people, whoever I called this morning, I tell when you go pick up your gasoline, just talk to the owner and ask him what is the reason that you're yeah. checking up the prices. And yeah. just simply tell him, look, we're going to report you. We had enough, and this is this has got to stop. There's no reason for uh, gasoline and oil prices going up every day between five, ten cents. So, and, uh, Ted, let me, let me I, ask you this I question. Just, Who in the state, I mean, Colin Blumenthal's a waste of time about this, or calling anybody yeah. in Washington's a waste of time. Who? What department in the state of Connecticut do you call, and I don't know this, I'm asking, what department in the state of Canada do you call if you suspect there's price gouging happening with, with gasoline? Who do you call? Well, according to Dick Blumenthal, we're supposed to report to Dick Blumenthal, and he said, well, I will take care of it. You tried that. Right. I didn't even pick he up the phone. Over, he doesn't give a crap because he, he's so... F- Filthy rich that he doesn't care about the little guy. No, we're gonna, we're gonna, Ted. We're gonna. I'm, I'm interested in your point. We're gonna find out exactly what department in the state of Connecticut do you call to report, report price gouging. Thank you for your call. 800-966-9842-860-522-9842. The calls we're gonna be uh, sending up soon for the. It's the last caller of the day. It's really the last caller of the week from uh, between rounds. Uh, bagels, which is wonderful. We love between rounds, and and we're gonna Matt and I yesterday talked about going to lunch there. We're gonna pick a day. We're gonna go to lunch. Probably, I'm I'm guessing Manchester's where we'll go, Matt, kind of closest one. Um, but we'll set up for between rounds. Uh, last call, and then we get back. Eight hundred nine six six nine eight four two eight six zero five two two nine eight four two. Where what what department in the state of Connecticut government do we call to report price gouging? On, on fuel. So these are the top 15 hot real estate markets in Connecticut. Uh, not necessarily in order, but Greenwich, of course, tops the list. Um, where the home, the medium sales price of homes. Are you sitting down? Are you sitting down? The medium, median sales price of a home in Greenwich, $2.3 million. Days on the market, 59. I don't know, maybe. Uh, Stanford's a hot market where the median sales price is 715000 Days on the market, 41. Norwalk's a hot market. These are the top 15 in Connecticut. Median sales price in Norwalk, 602000 Days on the market, 39. Roxbury. Roxbury, median sales price, a million dollars. Woodbury, another hot market. Median sales price, four ninety six. Thomaston, oh really? Okay, Thomaston's a hot market for Connecticut. Median sales price is two hundred thirty-five thousand dollars. 
and they're on market for 30 days. Uh, Old Saybrook, median sales price of a house, 484, market time, 28 days. Waterford, another hot market, sales price, median sales price, 190,000. Market, no, nine days only, nine days and the house is gone. Uh, Lisbon, believe it or not, hot market, median household, uh, median sales price, 259 days of market, 12. Of course, West Hartford, we know, is a hot point. Sales market, 365, median price, eight days on the market. I'll come back with a few more. Let's take a quick call, and then we're going to take a break and set up for the last call uh, of the day. No, let's, let's do this, Matt. Let's take the break right now, and we'll come back, and we'll set up for the last call of the day. The Between Round Bagel, last caller of the day. Really is the last call of the week right here on the Wilmarotti Show, WTSE News Talk 1080. Time flies when you're having fun. Isn't it true? Isn't it true? 10.51. Show's almost over. Great week, guys. Thank you so much. Your calls have been so encouraging. And uh, lots of them. We thank you for that. That's a real blessing. Also want to ask you to continue to help us grow the show. You can tell your friends, your relatives, your associates, neighbors, hey, check out Wilmarotti. 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock, 2 hours, 1 hour, 20 minutes, half an hour, whatever they can whatever they can do. It's great. They can listen to it, of course, on radio, WTIC 1080 AM, or they can listen to it online, WTIC.com, or they can download the Odyssey, A-U-D-A-C-Y, A-U-D-A-C-Y, Odyssey app. And listen to the show anytime, anywhere. Uh, all right, let's go to the calls as we set up for the last caller of the day. Between Round Bagel, last caller of the day. Uh, let's go to Waterbury and Charles. Charles, welcome to the show. Hi, Pastor. Good morning. Good morning. Um, another talk show, so I call in the afternoon. Out of, you know, whatever. So anyways, I said about opening the gas lines there, you know, for the Biden administration, you know, and help us bring the, ta- you know, the gas prices down. He looked it up. And said later on the air, it is because of the green energy. He'll lose, Biden will lose all those voters. How ridiculous. Look at the sacrifices we're going through, especially <laughs> for the poor people in Ukraine. We're yeah. being such a bully. Mm-hmm. And all those Democrats. And you just said, oh, how many of those Democrats like Pelosi? Didn't she make $30 million or something recently in a, in a stock market or something? Uh, some kind of trade. I don't know how much it was, but there was a report of that. Yes, sir. So anyways, it's just sad that, you know, again, like you just said about greed and money and, you know, what the Bible Well, it's says. ideology. These people, this has become a religion for many people, this, this getting away yeah, from fossil fuel. Yeah, the almighty dollar, you hear people say. I've heard that over the years. You can't, you can't argue with this, and, and it says people have to, strong leaders have to take strong positions for what is the benefit of the country. Yeah, but. Not the benefit of the few crazies. Who his have son adopted has been a new in religion. the pockets of all the countries that are against us. So, of course, it's, he's part of it. President Biden's yeah. part of all no, of it. No, he is. I, I, he's I, making I, a ton I'm of money not, himself. I'm not a supporter. I haven't been. I think he's doing a horrible job. I think history re- will will reflect that he's the worst All president those people American who didn't history. like our president, the former president, mm-hmm. they're wishing they didn't vote for the one they have. No, again, they, they, they get caught up on tweets and, and name-calling and forget about the fact that the best policies gave us the lowest unemployment history, gave us great job participation rate, gave us energy independence. They forget about that. Charles, thank you so much for your call. Let's go to... Um, Let's go to uh, John in a secret, undisclosed location in Massachusetts. Hello, John. Hey, good morning, Will. As a counterpoint to that previous caller that went to Blumenthal to allege price gouging on a small business owner, I would say to him, the market sets the price on gas. Because what about that small uh, gas station owner 
that takes a delivery the following week, and then gas prices drop. Is, is this caller going to go back and reimburse the losses that that small business owner took because of the market fluctuation? Of course not. You want to be so tough and self-righteous, why don't you go to Blumenthal and you tell Blumenthal, <laughs> instead of accusing a small business owner of price gouging, tell him, stop with any purchases of Russian oil or Russian natural gas. Mm, we and talked tell about him that earlier. You're absolutely right. The Biden administration to open up oil and gas leases, open up ANWR, open up the Keystone Pipeline as a national security uh, uh, thing. But to accuse a small business owner of price gouging and name him, you've got to be ashamed of yourself. Well, I mean, do you not think it's possible? And all the things that you said we talked about today, we talked about reopening, uh, restarting construction on Keystone, reopening Anwar, other leases, other exports. We talked about all that stuff. It should be done immediately. But do you not think it's possible at a time like this that people could 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 be involved in price gouging? Do you not think the human heart is such is such greed uh, uh, in love with greed that people would do that and take advantage of people? Do you think that's not possible? I, I think it is absolutely possible, and you see uh, different examples of it. But to make an example of a small business owner at a gas station who takes deliveries once a week, who the market price has always been set that way, mm. to all of a sudden accuse this uh, person of price gouging? I, well, I think what, it's what he really thought was interesting that all the gas stations on that strip of, of, of roadway, all the prices were exactly the same. Now, I don't know that that's – I don't really pay attention to it. I don't go around looking at all the gas stations. So I don't know if that – is that normal? Is that abnormal? Is that – I don't know. All the prices are the same. Yeah, these gas stations, they change their prices based on market. If there is sure. one and you can make a case of it, let's see it. Yeah. But I, I haven't seen any uh, individuals gouging that yeah. bad. I mean, I know wherever I go, I'm paying a lot more for gas. That's all I know. I don't know if there's one right. one that I would pick out. But I appreciate your call, John. Thank you very much for taking your time to call. Uh, 800-966-9842, 860-522-9842. Um, I just did get uh, – well, we'll wait. We'll wait because a call I think wants to talk about that. Or we're just waiting for the open lines to fill up. 800-966-9842, 860-522-9842. As we uh, set up for the last – the between rounds bagel, bakery and deli, deli, deli. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, locations in Manchester, South Windsor, Vernon, and uh, uh, Tallinn. Let's go to uh, uh, Tom in Beacon Falls. Tom, welcome to the show. Very good. Uh, good afternoon. Good morning, sir. It's good to have you back on the air. No, it's good to be good to be on the air. Thank you, Tom. Okay, listen, uh, don't quote me, but I think it's the uh, Consumer Protection Agency is who you would call for price gouging. Consumer Protection Agency for price gouging. All right, you know what? I, I think you're right, and I'm going to tell, tell you why in a second. Tom, thank you. Now it's time for the uh, Between Rounds Bagel Deli Bakery last caller of the day, in this case, last caller of the week, and we go to Naugatuck and Bob. Bob, congratulations. You are the last, between rounds bagel, last caller of the day award winner. Thank you. You'll get a dozen free bagels for six months. Isn't that great? That's fantastic. What's on your mind, real quick, while we have some time? 
uh, it's kind of a follow-up to the previous caller. There's two places that you can uh, call for consumer protection. One is the Department of Consumer Protection, yep. but I think it also comes under the AG's department. I, so you, you know what? I, I just got a, uh, a message from someone, and, they, and that's what they said, that it's AG slash the Consumer Protection Department. So that's where you call. You are correct, sir. You win the bagels. I'm going to put you back on hold so Matt can get your information. Okay, don't go away. I'm going to put okay. you on hold. Matt's going to take your information. Guys, great week. Oh, my gosh. What a tremendous week you guys made with this program. So grateful for you guys. Listen, I want you to enjoy your weekend. Enjoy the rest of your day. I know it's going to be raining, I think, later, but whatever. As long as it's warmer and the snow and ice goes away. And then, uh, gosh, pray for Ukraine. Go to church this week. If you don't have a church, we'd love to have you host you at New Life Church at 350 High Hill Road, Wallingford, Connecticut. We have in-person service at 830-1015, uh, virtual service 1015, YouTube, Facebook, New Life Church CT. You can get all the information on newlifechurchct.com. Love for you to be our guest. God bless you guys. I love you. Matt, thanks as always. Wonderful job. And have a great weekend. We'll see you Monday morning at 9 o'clock. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseballs and boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.